This is the last week of the first month of 2019, and I have finally decided that it's time to put out another podcast. So this is going to be episode 144 of Ron's Update. Well, here we are, first podcast of 2019, another slacker podcast. I won't go into that. I've given up. Okay. Uh, I got some different goals this year, starting 2019. Even though I'm a geezer, I'd like to run a little faster than I've been running in the past year or two here. And uh, that's basically due to my slackness of training even though I've done my workouts I haven't put the effort in them that I should have been you know like pushing when I should be pushing I've just kind of done the time instead of actually trained like I should have so it shows and I'm gonna change that and actually put some effort into these training sessions that I do Second of all, I'm going to start doing shorter races, trail races this this year, at least this winter and spring. I'm planning on doing uh, some short trail races. I think I've got three scheduled so far, uh, one each month starting this coming month. Uh, I think the longest one's only like 4.3 miles or something. So they're not long. They're in the 5K and, and a little longer range, between 5K and 5 miles, basically. And, uh, of course, my ongoing goal that I never, ever meet is be more consistent with this podcast and uh, actually have it have more content that's worthwhile <laughs> but I, I i don't know you know how that goes i i just kind of do my thing so uh so far this is the end of january so what it's been over a month since i've done done this podcast so uh <clears throat> this month i started out the month i first two days basically I rode my bike trainer I didn't even run and I have probably put in oh out of today's what today's the 30th I've probably run maybe run or cycled or walked whatever uh probably 18 of those days out of 30 so 
I haven't been as consistent as I really want to be. Basically, I've missed my cross-training days if I've missed one, so it's not as bad as it looks, even though I, I would be doing much better if I did my cross-training. So I guess I guess one of my other goals here is to be consistent, do something every day, regardless, you know, um, if it's just going out for a walk. Oh, let's see. This last week, uh, Sunday afternoon, I went and uh, ran five miles. I wasn't really in the mood. I went down to Lilburn Park and I decided, well, what I'm going to do is just get out of the car and start running. And if I get in a mile, if I get in two miles, whatever, then that's good, right? But once I got going, I finally, I got, I did my whole workout, which that's the thing. You got to get, you got to get outside and do it, right? And, uh, so I, I did. And then when I finished, I was going, why do I procrastinate about doing these workouts? I mean, once I get going, I'm into it, you know? And like yesterday, I, I, I didn't wait as long. I think I went out about three, three thirty, maybe I had a hill workout planned and, uh, Lilburn Park's got a decent hill over on uh, one side. So I do a, a little run out and then come back and do the drills and all that. And then I do the hill <clears throat> And, of course, overall pace is slow because, like, the first five minutes you're walking to warm up. Then uh, have ten minutes of a slow jog, you know, run-walk. And then have five minutes of doing, like, acceleration gliders. And then you walk for five more minutes. And then you run your hills. Like yesterday I had eight hills I ran. And then once you've done eight hills, then you uh, do a cool-down run of uh, whatever it turns out to be, back to the, where you started. And I, I usually do a, like a 15-30 on that, walk 15, I mean run 15 seconds and walk 30 seconds. So it's slow too. So my overall pace for the whole workout was like uh, 15 something because of all the walking but on the hill part going up the hill and it's it's a fairly decent hill uh was in the 10 minute range i guess 10 to 11 minute range uh it was slower than last week i only had to do six last week and i think i was in the nine nine minute range and for some reason yesterday i was in the 10 minute range I don't know, maybe I was tired or even though my HRV showed I was in I was in shape to do it or maybe I just wasn't in the mood. I don't know. But anyway, I got the workout in and once I I get a workout in, I'm real I'm fired up, you know. I'm wow, why did I procrastinate about these things? But that's the way my training goes. So Today is a cross training day and I've got it I'm going to either uh do my bike trainer or go out and do a short cadence drill workout. I might do both. 
if I get inspired. The sun's out, even though it's in the 20s. It just depends on, I don't know what the wind's blowing, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, the rest of the podcast, I've got a couple of things. Uh, One of them is a little bit about HRV. And then at the end, uh, I got a little update on uh, EF Education First Cycling. Okay, this next subject I'm going to go over is heart rate variability. And that heart rate variability analyzes the precise timing between individual heartbeats. And uh, it's controlled by your parasympathetic branch of your nervous system and that branch controls or handles rest digestion and recovery so hrv is a quicker way and more sensitive way to get to your current state of rest and recovery instead of just reading your heart rate in the morning and the best time of day is in the morning like like when you would normally wake up and do your regular heart rate each day but uh, you do it in setting up or standing, and it only takes about a minute to do that. And uh, I use uh, the app on my iPhone called Ithalete, uh and a Wahoo ticker heart strap. And uh, it only takes a minute to take the reading, and it'll give you your heart rate and uh, it'll also give you a number like this morning i think my number was 60 and my heart rate was like 47 and the number was in green well that means you can train as intense as you want to basically if you have an intense workout planned you can go for it but it has like if that number is Amber, it means you can do the workout, but try don't do it as intense as you'd planned on doing it. But you go ahead and do your workout. And if it's red, that means you ought to rest or at least uh, do an easy cross-training day. So I think uh, overall, it's a good way to keep track of whether you ought to be able to, you know, what what kind of workout you ought to be doing. Uh, it it doesn't say don't do a workout. Like if it's amber, it doesn't mean don't do a workout that day. It just means go ahead and do your workout and know that uh, you haven't really recovered as good as you should have from your previous one. Does that make sense? And if you want more information, you can go like on the Training Peaks website I think they've got information about HRV plus Ithalete. I wish I could spell it. <laughs> let me let me look it up. Uh, hold on a minute. I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. Ithalete. I-T-H-L-E-T-E. So I think they've got a website and you can go on there and get all the information you want. But the app has a pretty good uh, thing because on the menu on the app, it's got getting started, taking a reading, their dashboard, setting alarms, settings, syncing data, troubleshooting, etc. 
and it tells you how to pair your heart rate strap and all that stuff. So it's a good uh, app to use, even though I've been <laughs> using it wrong by laying in bed and taking my heart rate reading. Uh, I listened to a, a little like podcast type thing uh, about how to use it and it said the best way to do it is either set up on the edge of your bed in the morning or stand up to uh, activate your parasympathetic system where it takes a good reading. Okay, that's it. As you may or may not know, I'm a fan of the EF Education First Pro Cycling Team. That's actually Jonathan Vodders's slipstream organization and i've been a follower of theirs for years i guess but anyway i just got an email from them uh, about their first victory of the year let me read it to you dan mcclay delivered the first victory of the season for ef education first pro cycling team on the opening stage of the jaco herald sun tour the six-day australian stage race began with 22 laps around the Phillips Island Moto GP circuit. McClay held off Christopher Christopher Halverson, Team Sky, and I can't even pronounce these names. Wouter Vipit Evo Pro to climb to the first step of the podium with the stage win came the yellow jersey leaders. <laughs> yellow race leader's jersey. I can't even read it right. It says, I was up today, said McClay. I didn't get much personally out of down under, so I had the bit between my teeth coming here. I was ready for it. It's really great to get a win under the belt, so early, McClay said. It's good for my confidence going forward. It's also about time I won something. Team founder John Jonathan Vodders echoed McClay's sentiment. The first win just means that we're starting to emerge from a few years of chaos. It takes a while to build a team. Now that we have a solid foundation under us, we can start to build. Uh, you may remember a year or two ago, they almost went out of existence and uh, they started to go fund me. Uh, page and raised quite a bit of money but it wasn't enough to fund the team but it was enough to get ef education first attention and realize that there were a whole lot of fans that backed this team so uh that's how i believe they ended up being uh the main sponsor and i believe now they've they've bought into the team financially i mean as far as ownership so hopefully they'll be with them a long time well that's my update on ef education first well it took a while but i finally got my first podcast of 2019 out so i feel a lot better now Hopefully I can be consistent, but I wouldn't bet on it. So I'll see you next time, and uh, happy running, cycling, walking, swimming, whatever you do. See ya.
Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be here next time. Keep the emails coming in and be sure to subscribe.